नमस्ते जय शिवाय लेट्स टॉक अबाउट हाउ टू अप्लाई हाउ टू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट इज अजाप अजपा ओके यू विल सी मेनी पीपल टॉक अबाउट अजाप अजपा एंड अजपा जपा chanting that is uh, where the voice from your throat is not used your voice is not used and they think that it's something that you can go on uh, you know employing on the you can go on just mentally doing it it's a mental kind of a japa where you just keep repeating that same mantra over and over again over and over again in your uh, you know Uh, mind so first thing to understand here is that ajapa japa is definitely about not making sound okay that part is correct in lot of people's understanding that part is correct that ajapa japa is something where the sound is not heard your own voice is not heard while doing the japa but then saying that the word is being recalled the mantra is being recalled over and over again in your mind that's not what ajap japa is <laughs> if you want to see the concept here is that we have to apply shabd arth gyan this is something i have explained in the previous uh, video and i think you must watch it properly carefully you must listen to it before you watch this one so if you haven't learned properly what is shabda what is artha what is gyana and how they together play a role if you haven't learned that then you better watch that video first and then watch this one so those who understand shabda artha and gyana they need to understand that any mantra whether you are chanting om 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 or it's shreem 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 kreem kreem or whatever that mantra mantra is that you have been given could be a beej mantra it could be a single word or a single akshar sing single alphabet and a combination of uh, different uh, alphabets together to make one bija one bij mantra any panchakshari mantra or you know shodashi mantra and this mantra that mantra when it comes to ajap japa you have to understand that mantra is a sound mantra is a shabda right what is the artha of the mantra what is the meaning of the mantra yes i know that om is om or pranava is for um god's own name parmatma's own name divine's own name is om so fine and if somebody says what is the artha you know it the artha is parmatma exactly if somebody says that shreem is a mantra of mahalakshmi okay ashtalakshmi mahalakshmi lakshmi so it's a mantra of that shakti so is that the only meaning is that is is this the complete artha no 
does that complete the jnana in you say for example there is somebody let's say deepak <laughs> somebody's name is deepak then if i say that deepak is a man and uh, name of a man and deepak is a human being and deepak is 5 uh, feet 9 inches whatever and deepak has two ears two hands two eyes and uh, is that the enough introduction of who deepak is no artha is not just about technical description okay say for example i say green leaf okay or if i say green leaf or if i write green leaf somebody will imagine dark green somebody will imagine light green some somebody will imagine green with a mixture of light yellow color or reddish tint to it or it has pinkish tint to it it's a green leaf but it has <clears throat> and then a leaf from the top may have dark green color or light green color and if you turn it around leaf may have another kind of green shade right so a green leaf no matter how much do i write about it or no much in no matter in how many words do i explain green leaf green leaf green leaf no matter how much i explain you are never ever going to know the green leaf properly there is a limitation to shabda that is what i'm trying to tell you there is a limitation to shabda whether it's a written word or it's a spoken word shabda means word so there is a limitation to it so then are we understanding the true meaning just through the written and spoken words given to us in the shastras in the scriptures anywhere everywhere no artha in the vedic sense in the any moksha giving scriptures moksha knowledge containing scriptures point of view artha means direct experience what is called as direct experience of god or any shakti or parmatma or brahma or shiva or lakshmi or kali what is the direct experience what is that entry point which will give you the direct experience of that shakti to understand the artha in its full fledged meaning what is that entry point that entry point is devotion unconditional undoubtedly unshakable unbreakable kind of devotion is the doorway or you can say it's the vehicle that will take you towards the pratyaksha darshan pratyaksha darshan means direct experience so instead of me telling you green leaf and i am obviously using a pen to write green leaf i am not writing even with the green pen to say green leaf so you will know what kind of green it is <laughs> right 
or I'm using a pencil to write green leaf and there's no green in it. So no matter how many words are used, through Shabda, you're, you cannot replace Shabda with the direct experience. Right? A lot of people have lots of mantras in their head, lots of knowledge about Vedas, Shastras, Scriptures. Does that equivalent, is, is it equivalent to the direct experience? Pratyaksha darshan? Direct perception of something? No, it's never going to be equivalent of that. So, artha, connecting to the mantras artha, through direct experience of that Shakti, of Paramatma, of Shiva, of Brahma, of Kali, of um, Mahalakshmi or anything, any, any, any goddess, any Shakti, any god. Connecting to the Artha means having a direct perception. And how will you have direct con connection? Through words, through Shastras, through scriptures, you will know what that, who or what it is, what that Shakti is. So you will know through limited knowledge and all that. But until devotion has happened to you, towards that Shakti, towards that God or Goddess or whatever Shakti's name you are that you are chanting, Bija Mantra, Mantra that you are chanting, until devotion has come within you, there is no way to get into the mode of Ajap Japa. Ajap Japa is when Shabda is lost. For example, you love somebody very much. They might be your lover or your parents, your child or somebody. You love very much. The moment I take their name, you lose the Shabda. shabda. Because you love them so much, Instantly a feeling comes to your heart and you are connected to that person. Many times it happens that you take someone's name and maybe it, it works both ways. It's not dependent upon good feeling or <clears throat> bad feeling. You may hate somebody so much that when you remember them or you take their name next day, you might heard about them or next day they might call you. So it's it can happen with the good feeling as well as in the bad feeling. It can happen in the case of Raga with them, attachment with them or it can happen with the Dvesha or, dis, or the aversion from them. Okay, so it's not about which Raga are you using or are you using Raga or you are you using Dvesha or are you using devotion. But you are able to connect to that person very much. Now in case of Mantras, devotion has to happen to you. Right? When you are, devotion happens to you, the moment you start chanting, just after four, five times, you cannot chant more than that. Three times is way, three to five times, max eleven times is just good enough for you to lose Shabda, lose Jnana. Just to stay connected with the Artha. 
So you see, ajap japa is about losing the shabda and losing the jnana and staying connected with that particular shakti, God, Brahma, Paramatma or whatsoever. Staying connected with them through the artha. Artha means directly perceiving the shakti. How will it happen? You need devotion for that. That's what ajap japa is. Those who are permanently connected to Paramatma through their devotion. Like Meera was so connected with Krishna all the time out of her devotion. She didn't need to chant Krishna, 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 Krishna. The Ajapa Japa was going on at all times. And actually mind it, the same thing happens to you when you are in love with somebody. You are constantly in a connection with them. If you are truly in love with someone, if you have devotion for someone in your life, you don't need their name. Their just one occurrence of their name will move you into the flow and connect with them. Now you are having a Pratyaksha Darshan. Not from this, these two eyes, not from this physical body, but within you are having a Pratyaksha Darshan. Direct perception is also a perception which is hidden from these two eyes and all these senses and this body. Direct perception is a perception that happens within as well. Okay? So that is what Ajap Japa is. You have to connect to the Artha Mantra. That Shakti of the Mantra. And for that you need devotion. For anybody in life, even a human being, if you want to be devoted, a lot of your ego has to go down. A lot of your ego has to be gone. It has to be melted away. If devotion ever has to happen to you, for any human being or Paramatma or any Dharmatma or any Atma or whatsoever, if devotion has to happen, you have to melt your aham, your ego. Otherwise, Increasing the count of mantra, saying, oh, I chanted thousand times. What good it is? That despite saying somebody's name thousand times, nothing happens to you. No emotional connections with, connection with them happens to you. What use it is? The ma ma count of mantra should never increase. It should come down. When you were a child... Were you calling your mom and dad or your mother by saying mom or mama or ma? Were you using that? Do you have to call her and, you know, say 100 times, 108 times, mama, 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 mom, mom, mom. Did you go on chanting and increasing the chant as you grew up? No. Even if in your heart you have remembered your mom, or your mother, 
seriously passionately devotion out of love out of devotion as a child if you have ever remembered your mother your mother would know it so when this thing is working in human beings what you think parmatma is deaf those shaktis are deaf they can't hear you so you need to go on increasing the number the count of your mantra no it's wrong it's foolishness it's childish some people a lot of people just make uh, some sort of rule for them that i will chant this mantra every day 100008 times okay so ajap japa is losing the word and recently this thing happened uh, with one of my student that uh, i gave suddenly a lot of uh, for life long he was a devotee of hanuman ji there is a shakti hanuman ji so he was a devotee of hanuman ji and uh, he recently ha- was having so much devotion for hanuman ji that again and again he just end up thinking about him while working while doing anything from day to day every day constantly he was thinking about hanuman ji hanuman ji was appearing in his heart again and again he was thinking about him so then he asked me how about you give me diksha and you give me the beej mantra that i can chant i am just having this weird thing that i don't know i i just feel so much devoted i want to chant chant his name i want to connect to him in a much better way i said okay so i gave them diksha he they started chanting just after a month month and a half one day i got a call saying that um, i don't know what is happening but i am sorry i am not able to chant it um, the mantra that you gave me i was doing fine for about 21 days but after that whenever i sit to chant somehow it feels like my voice is locked here and tears start happening to me i just start crying i just cannot chant it and i just cry even more thinking that i am not able to chant it <laughs> i said wow <laughs> the japa has become ajap in you you are actually doing an ajap jap you no need to make shabda now you don't need to say it you don't need to use your voice for it so such a beautiful thing happened because devotion was there because that person's ahem ego has melted so much that devotion can happen for anybody or anything i said you have moved to the next stage which is ajap japa and now just one time saying or thinking about hanuman ji he's just very well connected and uh, yeah there are next stages to go next things to do which i'm teaching him but what i'm trying to tell you here is how japa must become ajapa jap must become ajap sound shabda should not be there you must connect to the artha out of devotion he even forgot this guy that i'm talk- talking about he even forgot that he's been sitting there in front of 
in his temple, the um, house temple, small temple that he has. He is sitting there for one and a half hour just crying. He forgot the time. So the gyan was gone. That this is him, this is Hanumanji and he is doing a japa or he is there to do the japa. Everything was forgotten. That desh, kal, time, position, time and space was gone. This is what the real purpose of any mantra is. To have, help you have pratyaksha darshan, direct perception of that goddess, that shakti, of Paramatma, of Brahma. That is the real purpose of it. So try to connect to Artha through devotion. How to create devotion in you? Well, it's like love, right? You, nobody can force you to love somebody, ever. How do you go into love with somebody? It's your own state. The presence of other person or absence of other person doesn't matter. It's a state. Love is a state within you. Only when your ego goes down, when you have melted your ego in a sufficient way, when your desires have calmed down, when the hold of Raga, Dvesha, Abhinavesha and all that drama has gone down in you, only then devotion can happen to you. Okay, so this is what Ajap Japa is. Losing the Shabda, losing the Jnana, just staying connected with the Artha. That's when Japa becomes Ajapa in you. It goes on within by itself. Namaste. Jai Shivai.